are now in the pocket with Covell Hudson. How's it going, pocket heads? We have a nice 77 degree day here in Kansas City. You, nice. you, you, you pocket heads, and the weather is even better inside of the pocket. It's, it's great in, in, the in inside of the pocket. It's nice. And today's date is August 28th. Three more days until rent is due or mortgage is due. I hope everybody's prepared. And uh, here to my left, I have Tafu Panda. And over there, across from me, I have Kyle Collier producing. And I am Coville Hudson, and we are going to have a good show in the pocket today. Great show. So, quick little rundown of what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk a little bit about the Trey Lance to the Cowboys. And we don't have time to talk about how bad San Francisco botched that whole situation. We don't have time. I wish... Maybe at the end of the show, I don't, but we, but they, I doubt it. They putting a lot of stock in Purdy, ain't they? <laughs> yeah, it, it better be Purdy, but um, it better be because they, it, they, they giving up the house for him. Yeah, no, they already did, and then they gave up. But, but yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about that, and I'll see how that, and I'll say how the Dallas situation relates to Chris Jones. That's a little cliffhanger. We will talk about the preseason game. We'll, you know, talk about guys that we thought did pretty good didn't do good, people we think should make the team or whatever like that. And then we're going to play our nice, fun game of in the pocket or out of pocket, which is where we will go. We all will have predictions, and then we will see. Bold predictions. Not all bold. Some of them are just, you know, yeah. like, because, like, some of them, I, I believe this is what I believe because of this. So some bold predictions, some just predictions, yeah, some, yeah. some, um, you know, this, this could have it's possibilities, possibilities. And we're going to say if it's in the pocket or out of pocket, we're going to we're going to come up with a drop for that, a specific drop for it and a graphic and all that. But we'll get there. And um, yeah, that's what the show is going to be about today. So what I want to talk about first is you guys remember, was it a year ago, two years ago? You guys remember when Dak Prescott made it a big deal that he wanted to be the highest paid quarterback in the league, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a. Uh... He two years ago while he was hurt, I believe. Too. Yes, and I believe that he was probably a top twelve quarterback. But based on how the business works, the collective bargaining, the salary cap, and His precedents production? precedents set on who when quarterbacks get paid. When he was in line, he was right after I forgot who. But they kept him right in line, and you know the next guy that signs a, a contract has to be the highest paid. So he fought to become the highest paid quarterback in the league. And even Jerry Jones, after he paid him, he said, "I think we overpaid a little bit." <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's a good Jerry Jones, but he was he, he he everybody knew that Jerry Jones didn't want to pay him that money. Then he paid him that money. So last year. Dak Prescott led the league in INTs after missing four games. So that's not a great year. He you know, he was still productive, he still made plays. But the next year, the Cowboys trade a fourth round pick to get Trey Lance, a former first round pick, with all this talent <laughs> that should be on the play on the field, that should be playing. So he went to Dallas. So now if Dak has a rough season, if he gets hurt. Well, if he gets well, yeah, you can lose your job to get hurt. But if he struggles, then they're going to start chirping. Even if Dak plays a solid year and they lose in the playoff game, then people are going to start asking for Trey. If he looks good in preseason, then they're going to make a move. So in negotiating, whether it's in the NFL, NBA, if you work at McDonald's, if you work for a telemarketing company, you work for a radio company, like. You don't have to ask for the most money. The same thing happened to CJ2K when he asked for all that money. Uh, Chris Jones back with the Tennessee Titans. He asked for all that money. He held out. They gave it to him. The next season he got hurt, and now everybody's side-eyeing you because we're paying yeah. you this, and we should be getting this. So I'd like to say, to, I would like to speak directly to Chris Jones. It's a slippery slope. Not Usually when somebody makes a big stink to be the highest paid, it's usually not – just, you know, flowers and honey and candy on the other end. You can make all that money, but if everybody doesn't feel good about it, then something usually, you know, yeah. 
Something happens. So something usually happens. Something so usually happens. Let's take that as a cautionary tale. And I'll go right into the Chiefs versus the Browns this weekend. We won thirty three to thirty two. And I thought it was a bit of a wacky game. I think and everybody kind of agreed with me. Uh, we were down originally twenty two to three. Well, and and it, then and then we were down twenty nine sixteen at half. It looked like a last it, it looked like they knew that like cuts was coming tonight. <laughs> yeah. Saturday night, like it was gonna be some guys walking out of there with boxes. You yeah. know, so uh out of out of the training camp and wherever they were staying with boxes. So <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of stuff was the preseason that I, I was talking about, uh last show that it it you you seen guys flying across the ball doing all kind of things, you know, to try to make themselves be seen and be noticed. And that was that game. It was full of it. Yeah. It was full of guys just trying to be noticed because they knew those cuts was coming. Yeah, they they knew that uh Tuesday can't come Tuesday come quick. Tuesday do come quick. A, a crucial seventy two hours, man. Yeah. And a lot of guys made it hard for the coaching staff to make some decisions because they got to go from, what, 99 to 53? 53. So so from this game, I'm going to do – what we're going to do is I'm going to go to three guys that impressed, three guys that were winners of the game. They showed that they that they are NFL players and they should at least have a, uh, a place on a team. So my first three is <clears> – <throat> Oh, matter of fact, I didn't ask. So, so Ty, so well, okay, so you kind of gave your thoughts on the game. Kyle, what are your thoughts on the preseason game? Oh, I think I know the answer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> see, you know, uh, as for the game itself, I didn't see much of it. I went golfing that morning, got back around, you know, probably an hour after the game started, and my cable went out, guys. Cable went out? Yeah. So, that's, and I need to get it fixed before the regular season. Yeah, I am useless. Yeah, that like, sounds like a 2005 problem. I yeah. haven't even heard that phrase in a while. Yeah. That's like saying my VHS is stuck in my VCR. Yeah. Uh. The, TV, the TV's not working. It's you you know, it's coming on and it's flashing, but uh, I will help push an agenda, and that's the uh, the Justin Ross hype train. <laughs> I want to feel more, more cold of that engine, you know? Okay. You, you saw that goal line fade. That's 6'3", 220, getting up there. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was up there, man. He got some ups. Yeah, who was number 88 last year, the tight end? That's that Jody Fortson. Jody Fortson. By Jody Fortson. We got Justin Ross this year as our project red zone guy. Yeah. And we'll see how that turns out. And it's funny that you say Justin Ross because he's the first guy on my list. So, Justin Ross, he should be a lock for the 53-man roster after the performance. And, you know, he only had two catches for 12 yards, one touchdown. But I watched every second of this game that I'm not proud of. It felt like I was watching USFL or like a all-star high school game or something like that. But he ran great routes. He had great separation. And even if you watch it, you can – like Shane and Gat Blaine, they both threw the ball at Ross's feet twice. And I don't know if that's – didn't look like he ran the wrong route. It looked like he was open. They just – couldn't get it to him. Get and, to you know, Andy Reid Andy Reed mentioned last week that, you know, to be able to make this roster as a receiver, you got to show value on kick returns and kickoff. And Ross was out there on every single one. And, and not a lot of – to, to take a little pressure off the quarterbacks, not a lot of quarterbacks can throw off their back leg like that, you know, falling backwards. Well, well yeah, that's true. Just Those, those was a lot of the, the in-the-dirt balls, too. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, our second and third string line, offensive line, didn't do great, but um, but yeah, he had a highlight touchdown, and he's he's a freak physical athlete. He's a he just he, when you see him, you're like, all right, that's something that I can't do, and you know, so Justin Ross between yeah, it's a few guys fighting for the same position. What's his name? Eighty four. What's his number? What's his name? I mean. Justin Watson? Justin Watson. Justin Watson. Man, I told you, man, it's been – yeah, my brain just has been – so Justin Watson, I think he's a solid receiver, but you kind of know what he is. You know where his ceiling is. Justin Ross, it's like the unknown. You know what I mean? We could, It could be great or 
we may have to put him back on the IR. But I'd like to figure out what we what we got in him. Um, so yeah, so I think you agree with Justin Ross played pretty good. You want him on the roster? Yeah, I'm with you. You I with agree. me? Okay. Next we'll do the Michael P. Ryan. I think he's in the running for a fourth running back I, I position. Think he's gonna get a spot. Yeah, and just like yeah, Justin Ross, sixth or seventh wide receiver. I think he's fighting for. But Michael P. Ryan, I think he's fighting for the fourth spot, potentially third, because Clyde, we gotta pay him. If we get rid of him, we still gotta pay him unless we trade him. Not a lot of people are gonna trade for him. So slot him in there as the fourth round, and we'll see what happens during the season. But Michael P. Ryan, this last game, he had four rushes for 32 yards. That's eight yards per carry. He had three catches for 44 yards, which is 14.6 average. And he had a great burst. He showed elusiveness. He was slippery. And he was great after contact. Very good after contact. And, you know, like that touchdown where Blaine kind of tossed it to him and then he made like three or three, four guys three, miss. Three tackles. Bust, broke three tackles. It almost three looked tackles. Priest Holmes-ish. Yes, it was physical, man. It, it, was, it was physical, but smooth. That's you know, but he and remember that one where he took off off that edge, like his balance was there. He almost the, beat him. Yeah, but in the NFL, it's not often that a guy comes on a sweep and beats guys to the edge. That's not how people in the NFL get beat because the defensive ends and the defensive tackles and even the linebackers are running four, 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 five forties. But point five seconds on the, on that block. When he ran that sweep going into the yeah. end zone, he would have beat that in. Which one? Just just the the one that made the tackle for the Browns. If he if point five, just give me point five line because that line. Be honest, the the line that was in was not nowhere near. Well, but, but that's how it showed that P Ryan was playing pretty good because the exactly. Prince was running behind that line. Even at number twenty nine, he and, was running. And behind couldn't that do line. nothing. Oh, you look like you was gearing up to say so. Yeah, he, <laughs> okay, then he couldn't like do was, anything behind that. Line. Yeah, and and another thing I have on the Michael P. Ryan is um, Prince. Who remember remember that guy? Who <laughs> say his say his name? Yeah, yeah the the Neric Prince. Like, because uh, uh, even during training camp when I was there, I was like, this guy's gonna make the team. Uh, he's about to come with some some free uh, airline was, peanuts. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was the camp darling. The camp darling, and you know what? I even have footage. Trying to see Daenerys Prince do stuff, and P Ryan is, is in. The, you can see him in the side of the frame and over here. And I'm like, move P Ryan. Let me see Prince. So, so like, I'm glad that P Ryan just kept his head down and kept working, because you know a lot of people can get discouraged. But I say all that to say, I believe he's going to make this roster. Yeah, I actually want to see more of what he can do than Clyde. Oh, which we, we seen what Clyde can do. Well, hey, we're gonna <laughs> we see what right. you can do. Right. I mean, I yeah. mean, I mean, yes, but he's a great, he's a good dude. You are who we thought you were. Yes, he, yeah, like I think y'all off Kansas City Chiefs Kingdom is ready to kind of move on. Just with Isaiah Pacheco, the injury he just got cleared. He looked good during the game, but you know he could get hurt. And then we'd have to see McKinnon. McKinnon has a long history of injuries, and he's like 86. I'm just playing. He's 32 years old. And um, so, yeah, I think at some point we're going to need Clyde to make some plays. And I think we can we – can, if you if you do keep P-Rod in there, that we can get rid of Clyde and still keep some production going. Well, but the thing with, with Clyde, though – the salary cap, like he's still on that rookie deal. If we get rid of him, we still owe him money. So, if we cut him, we're still going to owe him money. So, he's not a bum. Pass the hat players, he's, but he's and not, get rid of him. But he's not a bum. If he was not a quarterback, a if he was a quarterback, you'd probably have to get him out of there because, like, whose team is it? This guy or this guy? But he's a running back. So, like, you know what? That's even that's, even at a running back, we already know who's who's the back. Well, yeah, I know, but. But I, I just thought of something funny. It's weird. Like I said, quarterbacks, remember when, wow, well, the 49ers, when they brought back Jimmy Garoppolo, even when they had Trey Lance, and they're like, you got to get rid of Garoppolo because everybody loves Garoppolo. That's his team. And, you know, for him to come in, he, it's hard for him to make it his team if that guy's still there. But running backs is not that case. That's a that's a random tangent that means nothing. Okay. But, yeah, I'd like to see him make the 50-man roster. Would you? Yep. All right. The last guy is Amir Smith-Marset. 
a.k.a. future Cowboys receiver. <laughs> no, like his last game, he had four targets, four catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. He had a long of 43, which was a great route. I don't know who he was play, running against. <laughs> you I know? think he's going to end up being a, a, a great receiver in the league, period. Well, yeah, and for the preseason, he had nine receptions, 195 yards, which is a whopping 21.67 average, two touchdowns. And that is not easy to do, especially in preseason when everybody's trying to get balls. Everybody's trying to balls. touch it. Everybody. You got to say it, too. You got to say it, too. <laughs> yes, pause. Phrasing. I thought you were going to say everyone's going to try to make the team or something. Yeah, phrasing, <laughs> phrasing, phrasing. Hey, you know, some, sometimes the stuff just comes out, all right? I, it, yeah, it, it all ain't planned. But, um, yeah, and I meant to have you pull up that sound bite of PJ, PJ... He interviewed him a few a few years ago or a couple last year, and he asked him, so what do you think about you making a team or something like that? And he said, I think I'm one of the best people in the league, one of the best players in the league or something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll try to find it. But, um, but, yeah, like if it's between Justin Ross, Justin Watson, and Amir Smith-Marset, if it's if like it's a tough call. Like I I want I want Justin Ross. Oh man, we may have to keep Watson. See, that's 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 what I'm saying. Like yeah. he may have to just. They know they got a solid with Watson, though. Yeah, but I, I they hate know for, what they get. I'd hate for us to like try to put him on the practice practice squad, and then he gets poached, and then he becomes like a perennial 1,200 yard receiver. You know that that would be a bummer. But if it's between him and Justin uh, Watson, which Patrick Mahomes trusts, the he can play all three positions. And yeah, Justin Ross—he's such a wild card. Yeah, what what, what do y'all think? I, Go ahead, Ty. I was Go just ahead. gonna say I think that's gonna be one of the. I think that's gonna be the wild factor when they, when we when we look at the roster to tomorrow on Tuesday. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like, no, but oh, who, who who would you? I, I, out of those three, I don't know. I think out of those three, you don't make a bad pick anyway. Either way it go, you don't. But I would, I would go with. It sounds bad with get rid of Watson and keeping the younger guys in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I know how much Andy loves his veterans, so that's a hard call. I, and I think it really he, he's going to end up keeping Watson, and it's going to be down to the to the young two. And you can go either way. Yeah, we'll talk about non-committal. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I've learned from he didn't Andy. Just pick. He he didn't just, I did. A, pick. I did an Andy. He I did just, an Andy Reid on you. He just milly rocked all around that question. <laughs> I, I did. A, I, I did an Andy Reid, man. Jesus, teach me how to dougie. Like he just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 all right. What do you think, Kyle? You know, I'm looking forward to the challenge of answering this question. Like Ty was. Uh, all right. Upside versus what you know. Hmm. Amir Smith Marset absolutely tore it up this this preseason, right? Mm-hmm. What you mentioned, twenty one point five yards per reception. Yep. Yeah, twenty one point six. Went over a hundred. He had multiple touchdowns. Two straight ninety yard games. Yeah. So yeah, you you can't debate production. The Chiefs are not going to keep eight wide receivers. No, I couldn't. That see is it. not happening. Yeah. But Amir Smith Marset, he showed out. He looked good. We know what Justin Watson provides. Great special teamer. He's got a solid role on the offense. He's one of those glue guys, you know? Yeah. Why can't why can't ISM do that? Smith Marset. Why can't he do that too? Do what? The same same thing. Yeah, Watson put him does. in Justin Watson's role. He can play special teams. Yeah, but you know, Justin Watson though, he can go to even even Tony. He can go to Sky Moore or Rasheed Rice and give him game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I and like, and, I, and I do believe, like, just like in yeah, because he does have experience in this yeah. offense, and he's not a so real quick. He's not real a quick. Slouch. Think of think of think of the Celtics when they had Kyrie, and still kind of now, but they had Jason Tatum, they had Jalen Brown, and they had Kyrie Irving, they had Marcus Smart, and Rozier. Terry Rozier. Good lord, they had five guys. Trying to prove something, 
trying to prove that I'm the dude this is my that team. we should be depending on. Yes. So in that wide receiver room, in any receiver in any room, I think it's important to have a nice balance of you know what you are. But if you have Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice, Smith Marset, Justin Justin um, Ross, fighting to be Watson. young, yeah, and what like fighting to be that same dude. You, you know what I mean? I, I don't know how that would mix. So I don't even think you can have all those dudes in the same wide receiver room all year, if that makes sense. I think it's going to come to them keeping Ross and Watson. Because, uh, like well, I said, that would be, be the, the yeah. It's going to be the veteran. Yeah, I think you're right. And but but you know the what? Chiefs will lose ISM. That's just you know. Yeah. That's us, us folks well, in the media who've been watching him and kind of falling in love. It, it's going to hurt. And I can tell that you that you're sold on him because he's got a nickname from you. ISM. ISM. It's just easy. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, but like, but for me, I'm like, man. Because remember, Kevin Garnett throughout his career was the big ticket. Then when he was in year 18. They were like, oh, Kevin Garnett. <laughs> hmm. He wasn't the big ticket anymore. He was just that dude. Um, but, yeah, like, I'd like to figure out a way to a way to keep him. But, and you know what? This is it's probably my hot take of the day. Not hot take, but I want you to think about it. You put Amir Smith-Marset, and you put him right next to Sky Moore last year. You put him right next to Sky Moore this year in the preseason, and you're like, hmm, who which who would you rather have? You know what I'm saying? Who Who's made more plays and who seems more hungry? But everybody's expecting a big year from Sky Moore, so I am too. I'm not going to go against the grain. And and real quick, yeah, I know. We're going we're gonna, to, yeah, let's do this in 90 seconds. Who I was unimpressed with this weekend was – um, Rashane, Rasheed Rice, he, he dropped a couple. He dropped one on an out route, and he dropped one on a wide open. Ooh. Just it, it was real ugly. Would, a would-be touchdown. A would-be touchdown. And to be fair, the whole play felt weird. I said the whole game was weird. The way Blaine had to throw it, the way it came down, the, how open he was. What was that, like a fifth-grade Pop Warner all-out blitz? There was nobody back there. Yeah. So – it's like he was expecting to get hit, you know. And or it's something. At, at, at the same time, he was telling himself not to drop it because he's had several drops in preseason. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I used to coach, you know, you tell this to five-year-olds, pinkies together. You keep your pinkies together, and it's not going to slip through. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Daenerys Prince, we didn't see anything from him. I think he all, – all, all preseason, we see nothing from him. Yeah. So that ain't nothing he's new. He's a camp darling, but – yeah, and it was a, a generic out there. And it was a yeah, <laughs> and it was a coach that used to say it. You know, like if we're on scout team, and he wanted to see a look, and if you like, it was a it was a slippery slope. He was like, "Give us a look. We need a look." But then if you like give that look too good, he was like, "Oh, you practice all American." I'm like, "What do you want from me? What What do you want from me? What What is the <laughs> um okay?" Shane Bouchelle, very unimpressed. He was eight for seventeen. Two picks. He looked uncomfortable. Like, beginning of training camp, I said, if he doesn't turn the ball over, he's going to be the backup quarterback. If he shores it up, he's going to be the backup quarterback this year. If he doesn't turn the ball over, makes silly mistakes. He undid a good training camp, good OTAs, good first two games. He undid all that in about ten minutes in the first half of the game. Undid all of it. He undid all of it. I don't wow. think he did. I don't think he did either. You don't think he did? I, I, I don't think he, he was ever going to be quarterback, too. I he, think there was always Gabbert. Because so they love the veterans. Me, but you're telling me if, if if he didn't play, if he played great, no turnovers, just commanded it, did everything right, there was not a conversation of who we know what he is, Blaine Gabbert, as the backup quarterback? No. Well, that's that's craziness to me. But <laughs> But, hey, you know. Uh, opinions are like, uh, can't use that one. <laughs> Every, everybody's got one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, and real quick, then we'll go to break. We were talking about Shane Bruchel. He credits him for two picks. I credit him for one pick, maybe 1.2. No, I credit him for one pick. One? but Okay, but I, and I give him both the picks because – we all know who Powell is. Powell has been here for th- Cornell Powell. He's been here for three years. He's a solid guy. If the ball's thrown right to him in a nice situation, he'll make the play. 
but he's not a great catch maker. That threw he that, that threw that throw that douche throw the throw that Buchel Buchel threw and finish. The throw that Buchel threw. <laughs> the throw that Buchel threw. Wow, that's a weird little phrase. The pass. The pass. The pass. Whatever. The pass he threw. Cornell would have had to make a great catch. And we all know Cornell's not a great catch maker. So what I used to say to my point guards is, hey, yes, that was a good pass. It was a good idea. But look who you're throwing it to. Know your personnel. Know where people need the ball. Cornell needs the ball in a certain spot to be able to look good. So I feel like Shane Bouchel exposed him. So that's why I wouldn't have messed my back up. What do, you, what do y'all say? Both of y'all are like, he's he's great. Super he's gonna make, uh, He's going to make the team. He's just going to be QB3. Yeah, but, there's a rule now so that the Niners situation doesn't happen. You can keep an extra quarterback. Yeah, but the Niners need an extra, extra quarterback. Cause That's true. The way they play. The way they, the way they line, let them go down. <laughs> Every, yeah. But everybody gets hurt. Everybody, <laughs> hey, run your kneecaps yeah. right until so they're You can keep a third quarterback without him taking up a spot on the 45, you know. Well, so. but to be honest, I'd say we should have gave a fourth-round pick and have Trey Lance be our third quarterback than Shane Buchel. If we're going to do that. If, if we kept him, we put him on the active roster so Arizona didn't sign him last year. So we clearly had some plans for him. But yeah, if he Trey Lance would not want to come here, he wants a chance where he can go start. He, and that's he, a conversation he, for a different time. But, but he, yeah. he's, he's trying with, to research his career. He's with the third highest paid quarterback that just got paid. He's behind him. And, and Dak's and, not safe. And, that's and, that's and Dallas. Dak's not safe. Still that's Dallas. Still Dallas. That's true. And then when them, like you said, when them picks start coming, yeah. they're gonna want his head, and and Jerry's gonna be like. Come here, let me talk to you right quick. <laughs> Is that your Jerry? <laughs> Come here, buddy. So, so I, I was going to be like, well, you know, I love Dak. <laughs> I love Dak. But, you know, if he just, if he turned the ball over, you know, we just, we just got to make plays. You know, that, that whose who's Jerry was better? Kyle. Ties. Ties? <laughs> yeah. Ties was up. What was wrong with mine? Yours it sounded, was. Like, uh, <laughs> sounded like you're doing like a Cat Williams thing there. I yeah, it is. It all was right, let it me was, yours. It was roots. No, try it, Kyle. It was all roots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when um, when we come back, we're going to play around with this segment, pause a little bit more, and it's going to be called In the Pocket or Out of Pocket, and we're going to see who's in the pocket or out of pocket. That's, that's, that's all I got. Get me out of here, Kyle. Take that, Coming take off that. the year he had a last season. Well, number one, you're splitting hairs. Do you remember what you couldn't do at 30 that you could do when you were 28 or vice versa? We don't all age we, as well as you do. We Jerry. really aren't into <laughs> splitting those hairs in that area right there. Uh, <clears throat> it's just Colville Hudson and went back in the pocket. Man, that's a bad Jerry. Oh, man, I, I thought me hearing it would make me. All right. Well, maybe you heard something else a little bit. <laughs> You know what? I'll, I'll I'll give you that impression battle win. I'll take. <laughs> okay. So, it was something that I was. Was it something we were gonna address? I forgot. Yep. Don't remember. Okay. So this segment here. Matter of fact, welcome back, pocket heads. We're back in the pocket. Welcome You're back. listening to fifteen ten a.m. ninety four point five S FM ESPN Kansas City, and we're gonna do our segment here in the pocket or out of pocket. And you guys are going to see how the game goes. And we're going to start with Kyle, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with Kyle. <laughs> we are. All right. <laughs> All right. So in the pocket, out of the pocket, let's explain it real quick. We've each got some statements, some predictions, some hot takes mm-hmm. that we're going to launch out there. And we're, we're all going to go around the table and say if that's in the pocket, as in, yeah, that's accurate, or I like that, or out of pocket. That's crazy. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one for me, Chris Jones reports before week one and misses no regular season games. In the pocket. Right now I'm going to say that's out of pocket because there is in shape and then there is game football game shape. And I think it takes longer than a week and a half, two weeks to get ready for a game. Because if we do that, I think he, we're going to start worrying about injuries. So you think he misses games? <clears throat> I think he misses a game, misses games and or – doesn't start, just comes out there for a few plays to get worked into shape. Okay. So, but I think it's out of pocket. I think, I think almost for sure he's got to miss that first game. Wow. Okay. All right, Ty. Uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's in the pocket. I think it's in the pocket. 
No missing no games. Missing no games. So like like now so, so, don't say that he has to start a bunch of series. It's just said missing games. He's not going to miss any. He's not going to. He might not get a lot of uh, reps. I just hate drama. I just hate drama. Say this is what I want. They don't want to do it. Get me out of here. Or let's figure it out and make it happen. Not this in between. Yeah, not subtweets and stuff. So yeah, out of pocket. He says in the pocket. All right. Who's up next? We're going to do clockwise here? Oh, I t- oh, yeah, you just go. I think you should just go down yours. All right. And then we'll do tie, and then we'll do me. Pause. All right. Number two for in the pocket versus out of pocket. Kadarius Tony misses at least the first two weeks of the regular season. Ooh, see, I'd say I'd say out of pocket because I think he'll be able, to, be able to play. But I'd say in the pocket because I probably want him to take his time. I need him for the – the Chiefs need him for the playoffs, not – early in the game. First seven seasons when Chris talking about holding out, I think we're going to be good. Our schedule gets tough later. I think it's I think it's out of pocket. I think he's going to be ready. You, week so, 1. I think he's going to be ready. Week 1. So if he doesn't miss week 1, you don't think he'll miss any games? You think he'll play uh, No, no. Oh, he's going to miss some games. <laughs> no, he's definitely going to miss games. I just, <laughs> but I just think he's going to be, so gonna be ready for week m- 1. Miss them ones early. And this is what I'd say. So I'd say that's I'd say it's in the pocket. I, I prefer, prefer him not him playing. Him not playing. All right. Ty went out of pocket. Oh, no. Out of pocket. Okay. All right. So you're hopeful. You're hopeful. Yeah, he's hopeful. He's yeah. hopeful. He's going to be there. They're ho- more hopeful than most. Yeah. Kawhi, yeah. Kawhi's going to play 82 games this year, yeah. too. <laughs> All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Number three. George Karloftis mm. finishes with double-digit sacks. I like that. That's in the pocket. That's, that's in the pocket, but it's hanging out the pocket a little bit. <laughs> It ain't all the way in there. You know, your phone when you're wearing some basketball, I mean, some shorts, and they've fallen out a little bit. So I'll say it's in the pocket, but barely. Yeah, this one, it was definitely kind of hot takey. Yeah. But with no, possibly no Chris Jones at the beginning of the year, somebody's got to get to the That could be worse for him. That's true. That is true. Because now they can focus on Karloftis. Key in on him, yeah. No Ominahue for the first six games. So, phew, that's in the pocket because we need it. Okay. They need it. Ty? Uh, and my first one is Karlovkis. Are you ready, guys? Oh, no. Well, this was the second one. No, you think that's this in the pocket or out of pocket? Third one. Oh, I think, uh, I think it's... Double-digit sacks. I think that's in the pocket. In the wow. pocket. All right. In the Karloftis, wow. you got love being shown here. Yeah, he does. It's All right. In the pocket, my fourth and final. Richie James leads the wide receiver room in all-purpose yards. All-purpose so that's including kick return, punt return, yeah. rushing, and leaves all receivers in multi-purpose yards. Or okay. how about let's just let's do yards from from scrimmage while he's on the offensive side of the ball. Let's not worry about kicking or punting returns. That couldn't be more out of pocket. Way out wow. of pocket. That couldn't be more out of pocket. You sound like Sterling Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I kind of stole that one from Sterling. Yeah, that was, that's way out of pocket. Yeah, I, I think he's five six hundred yards unless. He could. Wow. Like, we have so much youth. Yeah. Out of pocket. I don't think he's going to be that much of a focal point. And even if – yeah, I don't, I don't think – yeah, I don't think he's got enough. We got too much uh, invested in receivers to Richie to skip all of them. All right. Both out of pocket. All right. That is my list. Okay. All right. So, Ty. <laughs> I got uh, I got Karlakis at the top of mine. Uh-huh. He was the first one, and – are you ready? Mm-hmm. Defensive MVP. For the Chiefs? Chiefs defensive MVP? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so who we got? We got Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, Tranquil. He's coming off the bench. Or he's going to be the most improved player. So different. I know this. Okay. Things, but, <laughs> but, but he will be awarded this year. But as far as the MVP, I think at best he can be our third or fourth best defensive player. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's out of pocket a Car- little bit. Karlofka's I still think it's Chris Jones, no matter what. Karlovsky's got a secret. What? Work hard? Like what? He's been working with Tom Bali. I know that. I guess that's a good amongst, person to be working with. Amongst I, other things, I say out of pocket because we have too many guys that have been here. Brian Cook. Um, yeah, I'd say out of pocket. Yep, out of pocket too. Out of pocket. What's your next one? Let me see. Chiefs, fourteen and three. Finish the year at fourteen and three. I mean, I say it's in the pocket. I have a similar one. Now I want to change it. Um, 
14 and 3. Jeez. Three games. We're going to lose one game that we shouldn't lose. Yes. And we're going to, uh, they're going to lose. That's in the pocket. I think it's in the pocket. I think that's in the pocket, too. That's a decent one. I was more leaning toward 15 wins. So I'm close I, to saying out it. of pocket. Yeah. But and I say that's in the pocket. That's, yeah. My my third, let me see. I got a tranquil working up to, to being a starter. So that means he pushes out Leo Chanel. And who's had a, Is that hard to do? Oh, no, let me stop. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that's in the pocket. I think Drew Tranquil is a solid linebacker. I can't believe the Chiefs got him on a one-year deal for as little as they got him for. Yeah. Did you hear how why he said he chose to come here? He said, Something about championships and winning? Well, no, he talked to Andy Reid and Veach, and they both said, we're not going to guarantee you anything. We got some good guys in front of you. But if you come here and compete, then if you earn a spot, then we'll get you out there. And he said that's why he chose – his college. Man, I forgot the college. But that's why he chose that because they told him no guarantees, no promises. Yeah. You're going to have to come in here and work. And he says, when I go in those situations, it usually gets the best out of me. So I don't think he'll be I don't think he'll be starting, though. I think he is going to play a lot. Yeah. I, I still think it's in the pocket, though. I like that. I like that. My midseason. Yeah. Yeah. But that means that our third-round draft pick, Leo Chanel, is not playing good. Or he's hurt. Well, he's more of Bolton's uh, type of uh, linebacker. You know, that's his backup. Willie yeah. Gay might be in trouble. You know, Willie Gay is going to be a free agent. Yeah, yeah. Willie Gay is so talented, though. He I, is? I don't even. I think we just scratched the surface of what he's able to do. Oh, I agree. So, but Drew Tranquil, I I was very impressed by what I saw from him in preseason. Yeah, and I, I like the player. So he, he's built like a calf muscle. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you look at Drew Tranquil and you're like, he looks like a calf muscle. Even his face looks like a calf muscle. So I'll say it's out of pocket because that means Willie Gay or Nick Bolton is not balling. And even yeah, so I'd say I, I say out of pocket, out of hope. Okay. And now I got MVS. I think he's going to get 756. To nine hundred yards at best, I think that's nine hundred is the is is this top? That's closer to mine than I want it to be, but uh, yeah, I think it's out of pocket. I think he's gonna have a better year. I think it's out of pocket because I think he's gonna have. He's never gone over seven hundred. I'm gonna say out of pocket because I don't think he's. But he can jump clips up. that all of a sudden. He can jump up a hundred, a hundred more yards, especially when you got the Chiefs that go back to the guys that make mistakes. And stuff like that versus coming from Green Bay, and it's like you drop that. Okay, don't don't even come in the huddle. We're going to talk about the next play. Why don't you just go order some nachos? <laughs> you know, and that is the the Aaron Rodgers vibes. But um, yeah, both saying out of pocket though. I just think it's out of pocket. I think the Chiefs have too many mouths to feed. They got too many different weapons. You know, but they Tony, said the cream rise Richie to James, the top. Sky Moore. Guess what? My, Travis Kelsey. Guess what? My honorable mention is. Let's hear it. What? Kirk Cousins gets league MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins gets. Um, let, let's do this to his mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Um, they they surrounded him with some with some receivers. MVP. His numbers is going to be good this year. They have a worse defense this year. Yeah. Is it league MVP or his numbers are going to be good? His numbers are going to be great. But league MVP? You think he's going to be league MVP? He's going to be in talks. And, yes. and you know what? Hey, I got mad love for Kirk Cousins. I love him like a play cousin, actually. Here it comes. But he is not in the running for league MVP. There's going to have to be a lot of things. And if they go have some crazy record, they're going to try to give the credit to Justin Jefferson. So so I, I don't see Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I think that's out of pocket and... If we could have electricity come and strike you. <laughs> I think it's out of pocket. I told you it was going to be. I think it's out of the building. Of I think it's out of the state. This is out of this world. That was That's ridiculous, Ty. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. I, out of pocket. I, I don't like it either. We Yeah, we know who Kirk Cousins is. He's no bum, but he and he's but he's no he's no Patrick Mahomes. Let's just oh, say, you can't keep Let's him. say that. Hey, he's the standard. Okay. <laughs> okay. What you got? Okay. All right. So two of ties sounded similar to mine, but I'm going to go with this one. In the pocket, out of pocket. 
MVS over 1,100 yards. And before y'all answer, before y'all answer, I'm going to say he was in Green Bay. And once again, we spoke on if, if a receiver drops the ball, especially a young receiver, Aaron Rodgers gives you the cold shoulder. He probably, he probably doesn't even talk to you anymore. The, I don't know this, guys. Yes, yes. And last year was the um, MVS's first year in the system. He was behind Kelsey. He was behind uh, Juju. He was essentially behind McCole Hardman. But he ended up with 600, almost 700 yards, yeah. right? So six nine, 687, I believe. 687. So I don't think it's unfathomable to think that he can add four to 500 yards on top of that and be the team's number one receiver. He's the only receiver on our uh, roster that has experience. He's the only person that's had two years in the system, and he came up big in the playoffs. So I think he is prime. And matter of fact, he had to hear all season that Kadarius Tony was the number one. Maybe Rasheed Rice. Maybe Sky Moore. So we haven't heard much from him. He's just ready to get to work. So I'm expecting him to have a pretty big year. And if you were to ask the Chiefs, do you want a smattering of players making catches? This guy has 300. This guy has 400. This guy has – or do you want guys that you know are going to be there every game that we can kind of plan for? The Chiefs would rather have Travis Kelsey and another 1,000-yard receiver. So MVS for 1,100 yards, what do you all think? Out of pocket. I think it's out of pocket, too. Oh, boy. For I'm... kind of the similar reason I gave Ty. There's, there's too many different weapons on this team. Andy Reid likes to spread the ball around. And you're not going to make a, a 400-yard jump over. Now, I know what he went through in why, Green Bay. But why wouldn't you? I just So he was the number two receiver. He was the number two receiver last year. The guy that played number one receiver is gone. Kelsey's a year older. We have rookies. We have unproven the only person that we should really be depending on and looking forward to is MVS. What 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 has Kelsey done to show that he's slowing down? No, that, that's not the that's not it's not that he's slowing down. And, and, they need then, to they need to be able to take some of that pressure off of a 32 year old going to end the season at 33 years old, so we can have him for the next two or three years in spurts. Yeah, so and I just think not all of that goes to. MVS. Exactly. I think it goes to Sky Moore, Richie James, Darius Tony. If you take the 400 and you split it up between those receivers, he he comes with maybe 150, 180 extra yards on top of what he's already produced. You know, I'm even ready to give him 200. Yeah. Out of the 400 that's on the table, then. Yeah. Well,. This is we're gonna put this on the watch sheet every week. Okay, I'm gonna have 1,100 yards. I'm gonna break that down to what he should get a game. Uh, 56 yards a game is a thousand. So if he has 60, you think he can't get 65 yards a game? For it's we have ex, we have one extra game. Oh man, 21 yards a catch. Oh, I can't wait for that one. That's one we're gonna watch. Okay, that was just the first one. So it's Ty gonna, it's gonna be Kyle one blow up wrong. this. Res- this receiver blows up this week. This one blows up. I do. I, be I believe so. That's what happened last year. But Juju missed four games, and he almost got a thousand yards. So, yeah, like I think MVS is a better receiver than Juju. I said nine hundred at best. No, okay, all right, I got you. I think he can get over seven hundred, which okay. he has never done before. But seven fifty six. I'm going to say relax. relax. <laughs> yeah, I wish you had that sound. All right. Nick Bolton wins defensive defensive MVP with Chris Jones here or not? Oh wow! Hey, I'm gonna park that idea over there by my Kirk Cousins. <laughs> no, I. Hey, I he was third. Over there. He was third in the league in tackles. He is the signal caller on defense. He's the MVP in the press conference. He said, "This is my team. I take. Yeah. I take." Responsibility for what the, these guys yeah, are doing. He is the field general of that defense now. Mm-hmm. If he has an all-pro season, I don't think that's crazy. I'm mm-hmm. going to say that you got one foot outside of the pocket there. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so if it's a hand in the pocket, you got two in, two out. What's yours? So you say out of pocket. Out of pocket. Okay, okay. All right. <clears throat> Trent McDuffie has six-plus interceptions. This season, and really establish himself as a lockdown corner, and establishes uh, McDuffie Island. <laughs> I, I love this one, and 
during the course of the regular season, I'm going to predict each week that Trent McDuffie is going to get his first NFL pick. Because he doesn't have one yet. He doesn't have one. He is a potentially potential. He's got the talent yeah. to, ha- yeah. to be an all-pro type corner. Mm-hmm. He's that good, and I just don't think quarterbacks are going to look his way enough yeah. to get that opportunity to you know pick one off. So I think... Well, if, I think he's the best corner on this team. Uh-huh. I think it's a little out of pocket to say okay, six. Okay, so if we start sending McDuffie to follow receivers, then they have to throw at him. And that's what I think is going to happen this year. Mm. He's going to get the team's number one, the best. He's going to travel, and he's going to have to get a few picks. Who's on the other side? What you mean? We got uh, Sneed, Jalen Watson, Joshua. Joshua Williams, and Nick Jones. I, I think they're going to... I think they're going to pick on the other guys versus. So I'm, I'm going to say out of pocket on that one. That's another one. Ty and Kyle are wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say out of pocket, too. Yeah. I think LJ Sneed leads the team. In, yeah, in I picks. think Sneed. We haven't seen Sneed. I know we haven't. Since last year. I wish I, oh, I should have known Steven Jalen Watson. Jalen Watson had three in the postseason last year, you know? Okay, moving on. I'm just playing. They're, they're going to target those young guys. I yeah, think, I think McDuffie's a stud. They're going to spread the gonna, ball and build everybody if, up. If uh, Devontae Adams is lined up against McDuffie, they're not throwing it to everybody else. They're That's throwing true. it. They're throwing it to him, and then it's mano and mano whose guy is better. And I think McDuffie Island is going to be a thing no. come 2023. My last one here is um, – Patrick Mahomes throws over 55 touchdowns. The most he's thrown is 50. He's thrown 50. Yeah. He's thrown 48. He's thrown 47. And I think this year, since he has the reliable MVS as the number one, <laughs> and he has this receiver crew that everybody's in love for and w- is in love with. I, I think, I don't know, man. I think, I'm gonna say, I think 53. I'm going to say out of pocket. Out of pocket? I'm I think he can get 40-plus. I don't think he's getting 50-plus. I'm close. Uh, I think I'm close to that number. So I'm going to say that's in the pocket, man. That's like in the that. pocket. I like that. Okay. I'm okay. close to that number. I'm, I'm at 53 for him. Okay. I'm, I'm at 53. Okay, cool beans. So that is the second installment of in the pocket or out of pocket. Um, don't you have an honorable mention real quick? Well, it was Chiefs won 15-plus games, but you did – Chiefs fourteen and three, so it was too close. So I just was gonna, okay. Like, so that means you agree with me fourteen three. Well, I think we are are an undefeated alert, if we're being honest. In the pocket or out of pocket, the Chiefs go seventeen and zero. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. You can y'all think about it? Can y'all make it? No. Seem- this is why that. Even if, if okay, they're undefeated going into that final game against Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna play their starters. To get that record, like the eighty-two win <laughs> Warriors, did. didn't care about that. They he don't care about, about records. He they about care about being healthy going into postseason. And Andy Reid cares a lot. Not about that. No, he don't. Because Andy Reid cares a lot. He cares a lot about winning in the postseason. He was he was pulling Patrick when he but got you, okay. hurt. Okay, okay. Patrick was so pissed and was like, "I'm not getting out of here." All right, but if you think Andy Reid does not want to be mentioned as best head coach <laughs> over over Belichick. You think he doesn't want to go to a Super Bowl after being 17-0 and and winning it? If you don't think Andy Reid would want to do that, then you guys are sorely mistaken. No, that would be a great, uh, I mean, a great exclamation mark on his career. That would be great. But the probability of that happen with guys being suspended early, uh, we, we haven't signed Chris Jones right, yet. Right, right. You, you have too many variables in the works well, that's what working saying, against that okay. 17 and 0. Yeah, you know? yes. I agree. Amini Hughes is going to be out for six. Jones is not here yet. Sneed hadn't practiced in months, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Tony, who knows? Pacheco, his, his we, we yeah, Pacheco just got going. It, that was for no gain. Okay. I mean, so, so you guys are mentioning those. Okay. So we're, we're 15 and 0 going into the last two weeks of the season. No. You don't think they're trying to? As a matter of fact, if we let's, say, and let's say the Bills, no, the Bills are going to fall off. Let's say, okay, let's say two or three. Let, let's say it's a tight race. We're still fighting for that number one seed. Like, yeah, if we, I, I think we're, we're if we get to fourteen and zero during going to the last three games, I can see them stretching it like that. But I think we're going to lose some games. 
round well, I'm six, seven, eighth week. But look, okay, so here's this. Here's this. Week. Let's just say this. We get to 12-0. and 0. Forget all the injuries. Forget everything. We're at 12-0. and 0. You don't think those guys are trying to be 17-0? and 0. No. I, I still think Andy is one hell of a coach that's going to say we're still going to take it one game at a time. He doesn't care about all the records, especially now when I've been trying to just get it at Super Bowl. Now I got two of them. You know what I'm saying? I got two of them. What, he got five appearances with two of them and winning two? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, I don't. So, so we have two Super Bowls. I'm cool. We've proved that we can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's, so, let's so, go undefeated so we can be the best team undisputed in history. No I, team has gone 17 and 0 and then won a Super Bowl. I, I don't think he's going to put pressure on his guys like that. The That's guys, pressure. The guys are going to put so much pressure on him to make sure they do that. He's a, he's a father. He's he pressures deal. Yeah, he's going to assess his roster, check where the injuries are at, and yeah, I think if the Chiefs have the division and a potentially you know the home field advantage and the one seed locked up, why risk it? No risk it, no biscuit is what a great coach has always said. <laughs> great, I forgot what coach <laughs> said that. <laughs> um, well, we got like a minute. What we got? Like a whole minute? A little bit over a minute. Okay. Go ahead. I have nothing, I guess. Um, ColvilleHudsonComedy.com. Um, look out for Colville's Keys this season. We're going to be following the Chiefs. We're going to be giving reasons why, what they need to do to win and what they need to make sure they don't do to lose. Every and week. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna be there every week. And, um, yep, I ain't got nothing else. What you got? KnuckleheadClothing.com. N A K O O L Head Clothing.com. Chiefs Lions, September 7th. Oh, next week we will do a. Oh, when you get up there again, tell, tell you, boy, what, what was it? It was McKinnon that, that did the, uh, like, hey, watch, watch uh, Thursday. Nothing else is on TV. Yeah. It, it's the Chiefs, buddy. You <laughs> yeah. don't have to promo it at all. That's true. That's true. Okay. In the pocket, out of pocket, the Chiefs could do, uh, the Lions could do to the Chiefs what the Chiefs did to the Patriots Ew. on their Super Bowl Ooh. night. Yeah, that, that that could be true. No Chris Jones, no Tony, no many. Uh, in the yeah. pocket, out of the pocket, real quick. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. We coming for blood. We ain't playing with no party this year. Um, I think I had something else, but we're going to get out of here. Oh, yeah. Next week, we're going to do predictions and... Yeah. Our, our lineup. Our lineup. Yep. We'll be out of here. See you next week.